You ever felt you're being watched sometimes? Have you ever had a cold shiver run down your spine? Sometimes we go through that. Sometimes we look for answers to questions we don't really truly understand. Like, are we truly alone in the universe? Is there life after death? This world is weird. It gets weirder by the day. And in that weird are questions that we have as curious beings known as humans. Tonight, we look into some of those questions and get a little weird. Cause we all are just a tad bit weird. Tonight on Weekend Weird. Reach for the sky, boy. Welcome to Weekend Weird, the show about the weird and mundane that's across this universe and beyond. I am your host, creator, producer, Red Nick. And, uh, yeah, this is another episode of Weekend Weird. I've been meaning to do this episode for a while. Um, it's an episode that I've been researching quite a bit and looking into. Uh, this episode is about the uh, polygraph examination, or most commonly known, even though it was really not accurate, the lie detector test. And you're probably wondering why on a show that talks about aliens, ghosts, true crime, conspiracy theories, the unknown. Why are you talking about a polygraph examination? Why are you talking about a lie detector test? Well, simply is it is at its core very weird to think that a machine can detect if a person is lying or not. And this is a topic that is not only very interesting, which is very interesting, it, it, it's, I don't know really how to explain it, but yeah, it, it, it's weird. The history of it, it's weird. Um, how it's used is criminal, you can say, a lot of things. Weird also. It's just, it's a fascinating history. So this episode again, Laurel Kurtzpatrick is joining me again on this episode. And uh, we're going to talk about the history of the lie detector test or the polygraph examination. Uh, that's what it's technically called and uh, how it's used uh, not only by law enforcement, government entities, but also by entertainment and the myths uh, that goes around it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, without further ado. This was recorded a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> or yeah, from when it's first published. Uh, here's myself and Laurel talking about the polygraph examination. So y'all enjoy, and again, appreciate y'all listening. So here we go. Hello uh, again. It, it, keeps, it keeps it keeps choosing before I touch it. What the fuck? Oh, geez. They keep it, keeps, choosing. it keeps automatically choosing it. 
So I was oh. trying to see if there was more than three choices, and it kept forget it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh. <laughs> can you hear me okay now? Yes, I can hear you perfectly fine. My yeah. gosh. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, the joys of <laughs> podcasting. I love it. <laughs> My gosh. It's a, it's the new way to get to people, and yet it's so many damn problems. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good, morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> how, 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 how was your weekend? It's, it's it's going. It's even better that I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I'm sorry that you do. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> trucking waits for no man. Martin Luther King once said, yeah. keep on trucking. That's, that's what they said uh, when it was like, hey, everyone's working Martin Luther King Day. And I was like, when did Martin Luther King said that? It was like, uh, I don't uh, think that we gotta go. Yeah, they lied. Like, yeah, they, li- they, lied. they lied to you. They yeah, lied they lied. You. They lied to all of us. <laughs> they lied to all of us. So you know, when you deliver the most popular meat in the city of Chicago, you people need their meat. Yes, yeah, you gotta <laughs> go. You gotta yeah, go. People need their delicious corned beef and hot dogs and hamburgers. And is that right? right? Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious, delicious meat that eventually kill them. <laughs> <laughs> like even even they got halal meat, <laughs> kosher meat. Oh, inter- it. yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> I but, bet. Uh, yeah, but even even I get ten percent off that. So anyone <laughs> needs some oh, wow. halal meat, send me a hundred bucks, and that will barely cover right. the shipping and handling. <laughs> you want the uh, the best prepared meat that doesn't have you know. Who knows what in it? You mm. gotta pay more, I guess. Yeah, but uh, all the rest of the meat that has uh, God knows what is still tasty. So- <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Still tasty. Oh, man. I've been waiting to do this topic for a long time. I the lie detector. You got something against lie detector tests? Oh, I have a lot. And oh, after wow. I tell you the history and how it was used and some of the things that has mm-hmm. happened because of the lie detector test or some things that haven't happened because of the yeah. lie detector test, you would want to burn this thing to the ground, too. Goodness. Some say it's some say it's more accurate than it ever was. Some say that doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the latter is more correct but it, mm-hmm. it well i wouldn't say the latter is more correct because this has ruined people's lives the uh one of the um creators of well it's first not called the lie detector test it's called the polygraph it's polygraph test right it's incorrectly labeled as a lie detector test but that's what they literally everyone calls it so no one bothers to correct that is great so that's what it that that's what it's most known as is a yeah. lie detector test yes. yeah and called uh, scientifically a polygraph machine polygraph machine yes yes and uh, the one of the creators of it regretted creating it so it tells you something. Like literally, the person who uh, did Alexander Graham That's Bell, common. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, regret his creation of the uh, uh, the modern telephone. No, but his brother Taco I, I, Bell did <laughs> regret the creation of his too, chain of restaurants. Too early for that. <laughs> too early for that one, buddy. Too early for that one. Yeah, that's why Einstein regretted his. Uh, Einstein yeah. regretted his uh, participation in 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 the creation of uh, bombs that the government used to do some pretty horrible things. Yeah, so, the yeah, yeah. the um, atomic bomb. Yeah, uh, even uh, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Uh, regret it. 
uh, his participation in the Manhattan Project. I mean, there's, yeah, there's mm-hmm. certain inventors that uh, regret their creations. Uh, yeah, this one especially. I think more so, it can also be said, you know, regret the, ob- the, the obvious way that it was only going to be used by, by governments who, mm-hmm. you know, prioritize profit yeah, over yeah. the usefulness that it could be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it, it, even like when it does in courts, like which we'll get to, they're across the world mostly inadmissible. Um, that was ruled upon earlier, really, really admissible, but still governments use them for uh, espionage and some certain government jobs. Um, they're, they're used in investigations. They can't they can't be they, they, they can they can't be used as proof that mm-hmm. somebody has committed a crime or has done something, but they can be used in the process of getting uh, legal documentation to continue to try to investigate somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even. That, that is absolutely true. Um, it, it's used as a tool. I mean, th- that's what it mm-hmm. is. I mean, this pseudoscience that they put together with uh, lie detection and stuff. I mean, yes, it is pseudoscience. It is not fact. None of these things that they're coming up is fact, but they use it. Uh, police departments and investigation agencies use it as a tool um, to mm-hmm. to get more pressure on someone to confess or um, they can't use it solely as evidence because if that's all you have is, Oh, this person didn't pass a lie detector test. Well, what else do you have? Nothing. Mm. Well, you have right. nothing. <laughs> you have absolutely mm. nothing. Um, but yeah, they use it as a tool to get the uh, people to confess and they use it as a, a, a tool governments to, for government, uh, uh, employment. They use it, um, like, they use it in they uh they to get whether you get the job or not. Um, there's been a couple of examples that has been used and <laughs> uh some pretty hor- uh pretty horrible quotes of the government uh people with government jobs have used it uh have gotten away with doing some pretty terrible things to their government. <laughs> um, and they have quote-unquote pass these polygraph examinations uh so it tells you the accuracy of it but yeah the polygraph mm-hmm. examination is mostly used as a tool of fear is yeah you're you're not telling the truth if you're not telling the truth this machine will find it which is literally has been the same concept that's going on throughout history of mankind with authoritarians Mm. Or any authority, uh, authority government trying to get something out of its subjects. Right. So this whole so, thing, we could detect a lie. What does what does what does a lie detector do? How how are we being told that lies can be detected? Uh, well, it is told through. Um, it is. Well, the device records, measures and records several psychological indicators such as blood pressure, pulse, uh, skin connectivity. Hello, yeah, yeah, dropped off again. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, we were talking about what, what a Bluetooth, 
not Bluetooth, goodness. We were talking about what, uh, the what, what, what the polygraph test is. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we left uh, the conversation yes. off. Yes. Uh, it's, it's pretty much a device that uh, measures your blood pressure, your pulse, your breathing, and your skin connectivity, whether you're uh, sweating or not, when you're being asked a series of questions. And they right. try to measure that, whether you're telling the truth about it uh, from your how your body reacts and it's it's all of these physiological functions yeah. right yeah all these physiological functions whether you're asking uh well did you cheat on your wife yes or no you answer no they they can tell if you have some sort of reaction to that question which the thing is you might have a reaction to that question just for any reason not right. because, oh, my God, I'm cheating on her or, oh, my God, and like I'm cheating on her. It was like, yo, the word cheat, you might have a reaction to. Or you could be thinking you could be thinking about literally anything and you have a reaction to it. That's right. different than the question that possibly could be different than the question you were asked before. Right. But these people who do these tests are like, no, it's a precise science. I was like, yo, it's not a precise science. Ask someone, like, take, for example, if, yeah, it's cheating. You're cheating. There's um, one party is, is accusing another party uh, of cheating. And the one party that's accusing another party of cheating is not actually, say they're not actually cheating. And they get on a polygraph, they convince to ha take a polygraph test, and they get mm -hmm. on a polygraph test, and they have a reaction to that question and ask them, "Are you cheating on your uh, your your uh, your your partner?" Um, that person who is asked the question could could have P PTSD. Mm -hmm. That person who literally just have adverse reactions to certain questions. You do not know. But according to the, to the examiner, no, there's an adverse reaction. This person cheated. And so, and so I, I guess in, in terms of what I read, mm -hmm. it's not about, it's not necessarily about saying that this person definitely cheated. It, it, it is about though, saying that this person, this person's body is responding yeah. in a way that could be tied to the, that no that is different than if someone told the truth so it's it's right. the 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 science about it that is involved is based is it, it compares to somebody telling the truth about something mm -hmm. to and, and their bodily reaction to somebody not telling the truth about something, right and their right. bodily the problem seems to be that those bodily reactions could be caused by something other than lying Right. And because it's being used by um, courts, because it's being used by people who profit from trying to prove something that happened, regardless of whether they have the proof or not, right. like governments and, and, and agencies and things like that, mm -hmm. it, become, it becomes an issue. And it's not even... Even in courts, right? So we... For, for most... In most cases you can't use a lie detector test in a criminal trial. However, right. you can give the results of one. Yeah. Of course. You can it, give the results of one and then the other person can present a witness to say why that's not necessarily the results of lying. But but people who watch like forensic files and stuff like that, they they are still given. They are still used regularly to to support uh 
proceeding with uh, an investigation on somebody, which is, you know. Yeah, or uh, ceasing an investigation on someone, even if that person is uh, uh, might be involved in certain uh, that crime that they they accused of or uh, been investigated for. I mean, there is a, literally a plethora of like uh, terrible things. Well, not terrible things, but a plethora of reasons why someone might be investigated and why someone might not be investigated because of a lie detector test. That's why uh, pretty much a assessment of polygraphy by scientific and government bodies suggests that the polygraphs are highly inaccurate. Hmm. Easily be and may it's a key thing, may be easily defeated by countermeasures and are an imperfect and invalid means of assessing <laughs> truthfulness. A comprehensive study in 2003 by the National Academy of Sciences of of Resisting Research concluded there was little basis of the expectation that a polygraph examination could be extremely high, could have extreme high accuracy. And American Psychological Association states that most most psychiatrists agree that there is little evidence that the polygraph tests can can accurately detect lies. Right. So I figured we'd talk about like how they set up this test and the history of it. And literally, like like we said that it, it the polygraph examination um is inadmissible in a court of law is mm-hmm. we, we're gonna talk about how the countermeasures we're not gonna show you all the countermeasures because we don't know all the countermeasures, but pretty right. much you can literally pay a person to take classes on how to defeat a polygraph examination, even though in certain states, and I think the federal government that testing uh, to beat a top, uh, testing or teaching the test to beat a top polygraph examination is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, but still people do it all the time. And also it's kind of weird that, oh, this is like, advocates of the polygram examination as few and far between as they are will say how accurate this test is but you can't take the test when you're uh, on uh, certain um, substances you can't take the test when you're on certain substances yeah you can't yes you can't take the test if you had uh, smoked uh, marijuana or ingested THC or uh, PCP, <laughs> cocaine, uh, <laughs> right. mushrooms, acid, even certain uh, certain prescribed uh, prescriptions from a physicist like OxyContin. They tell you, no, don't take the t- uh, drug. Um, like if you take it a polygraph examination, don't take that drug a couple of days uh, before before your polygraph examination to get it out of your system. I mean, there's certain people they couldn't test because no, I can't not take this like certain prescribed prescriptions. Like, no, I need, I can't take this. Right. Uh, stop taking this, uh, this, this pill, uh, like some serious, uh, serious health issues I would have like, Oh, we can't take the test. Like, well, I guess you never know if I'm am sleeping with someone else. <laughs> Honey, we better, okay. yeah, we better, <laughs> we better either go to counseling, which I'm, I'm going to start with this right here, right now. If you have a significant other and that significant other or yourself 
uh, thinks that you that you or uh, your significant other is cheating on you, and they want you to take or you want them to take a polygraph examination, you have uh, here's the two things that you should do. Right here, right now. This is love advice from Red Nick. <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be horrible, everybody. This no, is no, be it's, no, no, it's going to be uh, if you're significant other, if your significant other wants you to take a polygraph examination and they have no other evidence that's saying that you uh, are uh, stepping out on that set relationship. That's more important it. than if they want yeah. you to take a, if there is no more and no other evidence, that's yes. more important that's than more if they important. want you to take a polygraph test. Okay. Here's one, two, here's a two things you either A or B, either A, you go, you go to some sort of a therapy, talk to a licensed and experienced counselor to work out these issues. Or two in the relationship right then and there. Jesus. No, it's serious because if you have no other evidence, if if I had a significant other, um, or my significant other accused me of stepping out on the relationship behind their back and they had no other evidence, and I knew I wasn't doing it, but they wanted me to take a polygraph examination or go on some TV show to take a polygraph examination and embarrass myself. It's either I'm giving them either, hey, we need to go to counseling right here, right now. And need to discuss these issues or the relationship is absolutely over because I'm not mm-hmm. taking that test under any I... circumstances uh, anywhere. I don't care if you held a gun to my mother. I'm not taking that test. So Nick, and then I'm going full so, so Neeson. <laughs> In in a in in an instance other than the police or or, or related agency, mm-hmm. why are you against taking a polygraph test? Absolutely, under any I'm circumstances. Asking why? And and, and and we're not talking about the police or any mm-hmm. other governmental agency. Just talking in general. Right. Why? It is because of how many false positives and the fact that it is a pseudo science. Like you're literally getting a supposed reaction uh, out of me uh, from a test. You, This person that is testing me does not know me, does not know where I have been, does not know my background, uh, other than a few questions they might ask, and I choose to answer. Mm-hmm. I am not, you are not going to detect whether I have done something or not done something from this test. The only, te- the only thing they can detect that I have and have done something is evidence and such as video and even that can be manipulated. So unless you have hard evidence that I did do something or not did do something, then you can accuse me and say, hey, we have this evidence. If not trying to test me with a test that is highly inaccurate and doesn't and only detects that I have a pulse and I'm a breathing human being. Mm-hmm. Is ridiculous. You ask me to take that test, I'm walking away from you. You try to force me to take that test. You're gonna have a fight on your hands. I okay. might lose, but I'm not taking that test. Okay. And that relationship, whatever relationship that we might have had, is over. I don't want to see you again. Get out of my life. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm insulted. It's this is insulting. 
that literally, if I'm sitting here and telling you I did not do something and you do not have any evidence, doesn't like you could go and search for said evidence. I might be lying. You could go search for said evidence and, re- and put it in my face. Either I'm going to react horribly or I'm going to admit it and go, I'm sorry, let's try to work this out or whatever, or I'll make this up to you. But if I am completely innocent and you're accusing me and you have zero evidence and you don't even bother to go find evidence the only thing you want to do is hand me a test and make me take a test that is insulting to me there's no trust there i can't you can't trust me and that means i can't trust you that's important i can't trust you the relationship is over Either we go to counseling. I might. It depends on the relationship. If it's a long-term relationship, like or a family. Hey, we need to go to counseling. We need to talk about this. We need to get to the bottom of this. But if it's like something unsalvageable, then walk your way. I'll walk mine. Have a nice life. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking this test. And I'm okay. not going to take the countermeasures. Learn the countermeasures to cheat on the test because that makes me even bigger liar. I have integrity. So okay. <laughs> but it's a long answer. <laughs> so how does a lie detector test work? Mm. Well, excuse me, a polygraph. Now nah, I even get it. The here, here here's a testing procedure. The examiner typically begins a polygraph examination with a series of pretest uh, with a uh, a pretest interview to gain some preliminary right. information, which will later be used to develop diagnostic questions. Then the tester will explain how the polygraph examination is supposed to work, emphasizing that it can detect lies, which is a lie, and that it is uh, important to answer truthfully. Then a SIM test is conducted. The subject is asked to deliberately lie, and the tester reports that he he was able to detect a lie. Mm-hmm. Guilty subjects are likely to become more anxious when they're reminded of the test's velocity. However, there are risks of innocent subjects being equally or more anxious than the guilty. Then the actual test starts. Some of the questions are asked are irrelevant. Is your name Fred? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Others are diagnostic questions, and the remainder are the relevant questions. And the tester is really interested in the different types of questions alternate. The test is passed and psychological responses to the diagnostic questions are larger than those that during the relevant questions. Right. Criticisms, though, have been, have been given regarding the velocity of the administration of the control question technique, the CQT. The CQT may be vulnerable to be conducted like an interrogation-like fashion. This kind of interrogation style could inflict a nervous response from the innocent and guilty subjects alike. There are several ways of administering these questions. An alternative is the guilty knowledge test, which is abbreviated GKT, or the okay. concealed test or concealed information test, which is used in Japan. The administration of this test is given to prevent. Uh, potential errors that may arise from a question, questioning style. The test is usually conducted by a tester with no knowledge of the crime or circumstances in question. The, administration, the administrator tests the participant on their knowledge of the crime that would, be, would not be known to an innocent person. For example, was a crime committed with a 45 or a 9 millimeter? 
The questions are multiple choice, and the participant is rated how they react to the correct answer. If they react strongly to the guilty information, then the prospects of the test believing believe that it is likely there are no more facts relevant to the case. This administration is more like more considered more valid by supporters of the test because it contains many safeguards to avoid the risk of administrator influencing the results. What? So instead of asking, first of all, you you have potentially the administrator asking interrogation-like questions like they're the police. Okay. Then, like, others, like, okay, we can't ask those type of questions. Let's do this another way. Let's give them a multiple-choice question. What? Different ways to ask questions. Yeah, it's different ways to ask questions. And you're connected to a machine. Yes. (sighs) okay if it's literally basic knowledge which should be taught in schools like any type of interrogation by any authority figure anywhere unless they're your parents (laughs) should Hmm. be answered I'm not answering questions. I like my lawyer presses. <laughs> <laughs> but so 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 here so here's the clarification. Are we talking? We're talking specifically about the usage of Bluetooths by uh, people that have the authority, some type of governmental authority. Period. That that that's that's what we're talking about. Period. Right. Uh, we're talking about the actual examination, how the test is administered. Right, but doesn't it matter by who? Like, we're not talking about friends, like, like you know, just playing a game. We're talking yeah. about we're talking about how the law. We're talking about how the how the legal entities use the test, right? Well, the lie detector is administered by someone who is trained to administer lie detector tests. Like the cops are. But who uses not, the results? Yeah. Who uses the results? The yeah. cops use the results. Like a cop can't work a lie detector machine. Well, um, excuse me. A, they're a trained to be sure they can. Yeah, they get someone who's registered because you have to be registered to be able to administer a polygraph examination. Right. And sometimes they work for the police and sometimes they work for whoever is administering the polygraph examination. Okay. Got you. So they, and they're supposedly trained. Got you. So they're trained to use this test and they uh, ask the questions. They're the one asking the questions. They're the one building rapport with the person that is taking the examination, and they they give the results after the test is done. Okay. So let's talk about its effectiveness a little bit. The scientific community, even though there's some debate regarding the efficiency of polygraphs, assessment of polygraph of the polygraph examination by scientific and government bodies generally suggests that the polygraphs are inaccurate, like I had said earlier. Despite claims by advocates and uh, administrators of the polygraph examination, uh, they state that the accuracy of the test are between 80 and 90%. Okay. The National Research Council have found no evidence on that effectiveness. (laughs) <laughs> okay. This is, in particular, studies have indicated that the relevant irrelevant questioning technique is not idea. As many innocent subjects avert a heightened psychological reaction to the uh, the crime relevant questions. 
The American Psychological Society states most psychiatrists agree there's little evidence that the polygraph test can accurately detect lies. I had said that before. Um, in 2002, a review by the National Research Council found that in populations untrained in countermeasures, a specific incident polygraph uh, examination can discriminate lying from truth-telling at rates well above chance throughout well below perfection. Right. The review also warns against the generalization of these findings to justify the use of polygraphs. Polygraph accuracy for screening purposes is almost certainly lower than what can be achieved by specific incident polygraph tests in the field. And note some exam examinees may be able to take countermeasures to produce deceptive results. In 1998, the U.S. Supreme Court case in United States versus Schaefer, the majority that ruled on the case stated that there is simply no consensus that the polygraph examination is reliable. Unlike right. other expert witnesses who testify about the factual matters outside the juror's knowledge, such as analysis of fingerprints, ballistics, or DNA that can be found on the scene, even though there's issues with DNA, but that's a different right. episode with a different time, a different place, uh, a polygraph expert can supply the jury only with another opinion. The Supreme right. Court summarized their findings by stating that the use of the polygraph was little better than than could be obtained by the toss of a coin. In 2005, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals stated that the polygraph did not enjoy general acceptance from the scientific community. Right. Polygraphs measure arousal, which can be affected by anxiety, anxiety disorders such as post-traumatic stress disorder, nervousness, fear, confusion, hypokalemia, Hopefully I'm saying that right. Psychosis, depression, <laughs> substance induced states like nicotine, stimulants, substance withdrawal states like alcohol withdrawal or drug withdrawal or other emotions. Polygraphs do not measure lies. A polygraph cannot differentiate anxiety caused by dishonesty and anxiety caused by something else. Okay. Your thoughts. <laughs> I th I think I think what 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 would bring it home is is when it was a, when it was an accepted thing to you. Is there well, is there historically some information? Yeah, let's yeah, let's talk about the history of it. Yeah. No, no. And uh, so and so the question is when it was historically used um what 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 are some what are some cases that people would know of where the polygraph test was wrong? Um, here, let me give the quick history uh, about it first, and then because it's there's a bunch that's wrong, and it's led to this certain thing that we all use, most of us, vast majority across the world use. Um, gotcha. Throughout history, let, let me give you the quick history. Of the polygraph examination, okay. I'm going to sum it up real quick. Uh, polygraph, the, the the lie detection has been with us since the dawn of man. Well, since authoritarian governments, uh, it's yeah. been mainly used for torture. Like example, uh, this thought in like during the Middle Ages in Europe that boiling water can detect liars. Okay as believe honest men could withstand it better than liars. They used to. Detection right. of 
like quote unquote witches in like England during like this time. Uh, they used to make people accused of lying or being a witch hold a hot poker, and if it burned them, that means they're a liar or a witch. Hot poker. Okay. They, they had a hundred percent conviction rating. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Right. Yes. Um, and so, and so, the, and so, there's a history of lie detector tests being used in ways that we know now had nothing to do with justice. It had nothing to do with trying to, no. with trying to uh, tell the honesty of somebody. It absolutely had a hundred percent to do with punishing somebody that an authority figure wanted to punish. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. It just punishes who they want to punish. Now, as the polygraph examination, right. they know it, um, is one of the early devices was invented in 1895 by Caesar Lombazo, who used some measure changes mm -hmm. in blood pressure for police cases. Um a two, a, excuse me, a, a 1904 device invented by uh, Ventorto Benzusa, screwed up the guy, like, mm -hmm. invented, invented a device used to measure breathing. Um, the McKinsey, then came the McKinsey Lewis uh, polygraph examination, which is the current polygraph is based on. It was first developed by a man right. named James McKinsey from an abandoned project. Uh, by an American named William uh, Morton Marston, which used to use blood pressure to, to examine German or pr German prisoners prisoners of war. Now, the name William Marston sounds familiar to certain people, is because okay. he is known. He is current. Well, he's currently known, but he is the inventor of the character Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. And you could tell that, like, I, I found that out. It was like, wait a minute. He invented the early polygraph examination. And I was like, that, that, wait, what the world? And then I started thinking about the character Wonder Woman. And what is one of her main weapons that she carries? The lasso. Yeah, the lasso of truth. The main, <laughs> the main, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the lasso of truth. <laughs> Mm -hmm. oh, man. So it um, makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, then later, a device recording both blood pressure and uh, breathing was invented in 1921 by John Austin uh, Augustus, excuse me, Larson of the University of California, first applied in law, law enforcement work by the Berkeley Police Department under his well known, uh, well known at the time, nationally uh, known uh, police chief August Vollmer. Further work on this device is done by Leonard Kenter as Larson's uh, protege. Kenter updated the device by making it portable and adding the galvanistic skin response in 1939. His device was later purchased right. by the FBI that serves as a prototype of the main, I bet. Um, to the modern polygraph examination. So... Yeah, a couple of these guys. Well, a couple of these guys are proud of it. One of them who uh, helped invent the modern polygraph machine regretted it. Uh, one of them connect like in nineteen sixty, the nineteen sixties, a uh, uh, 
a, a polygraph uh, researcher had connected to a plant the polygraph examination and determined that the plant had feelings. <laughs> this is it was lying. And he, oh, yeah, and but, he went, but you know, but you know what? That's yeah. not a. I don't think that. I don't think that's necessarily something that's believed to be untrue. Yeah, yeah. He then he knew <laughs> at that point this machine was garbage. <laughs> but 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 again, the fact that plants do. There are plants that that do react to environments. They react mm -hmm. to places that they are. They do. That's mm -hmm. not a. That's not a. So the fact that it, the fact that it it it, it uh, the fact that it can tell that plants may or may not have feelings. I don't think is a. I mean, shit. So, I mean, yeah. There are other there are other investigations that show that plants do have reactions in certain environments, just being the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's it yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah yeah anyway <laughs> you, you can't, a plant can't tell what's a lie what's not a lie they don't have the content reaction to that that sort of living because they're not human beings so the the test is trash human beings but human beings aren't the only aren't the only uh species that can tell what's a lie and what's not a lie <laughs> can't be yeah. who can't be human beings can't be the only things that can tell what's a lie and what's not a lie yeah, I mean, maybe we need to research that. Yeah, do some <laughs> research on that. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go up to an elephant and be like, "I'm going to give you peanuts today," and I have no peanuts. The elephant just goes, "Really, Nick?" <laughs> so what the elephant can't do is speak. <laughs> yeah, but we do. But we do know that they can't. They can't necessarily speak the English language. Yeah, no, I, I think it's I think there are many that, reasons. No, go ahead. Go right, ahead. I think I think I think there there are no no there there are definitely from from the research that I read there are definitely a lot of reasons that show that a polygraph machine should not be the only thing to determine whether or not someone is telling the truth or not, and definitely there should not be any legal ramifications used only mm. based on the polygraph machine. Exactly, exactly, and but like people like. Like we got to this point, like how? Why is a polygraph so so big as it is? And like, I hate to break it to you, it's something that it, the reason why is something that we use, or some of us, most of us use every day. Mm -hmm. Television. Mm -hmm. Entertainment I mean, mo purposes. most most government most government most government employees still have to undergo a polygraph test as part of the hiring process. Not, yeah. And again, hiring isn't something a, a an employer can hire you, not hire you, fire you for whatever reason they want. Yeah. No reason that they have to tell you. It, until like it, uh, like back in the eighties, it became um, uh, it became law that like private employees before before mm -hmm. this law was passed in the nineteen eighties, private employees could lie detector potential uh, employees. There was this one. Mm -hmm. There was this one case, well, not case, but it was this one story that came out of California that this uh, guy had driven his girlfriend um, to an interview at Seven Eleven, and um, <laughs> this woman had literally graduated high school. She was looking for a job. Never been arrested. No crimes whatsoever. Um, thought she was got the interview. Thought she was going to get the job right then and there. 
She came out about mm-hmm. an hour later and said to her boyfriend, I did not get the job. And he was like, why? And she was like, because I had to take a lie detector test. And I, they said I didn't pass. <laughs> Private yeah. employees used to lie detector potential employees or even lie detector current employees. And a lot of people right. lost their jobs or didn't get their jobs because of that. But until even mm-hmm. Ron said before he came president, <laughs> lie detector everybody. We need to get ahead of crime. <laughs> of course, I he bet. was half drunk and his wife was supposedly the throat queen. <laughs> I don't understand what any of that has to do. With what I'm we're just, talking about, buddy. D- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I have to get my gigs in Ronald Reagan because I hate him so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until the law, until Congress passed that law and they made Reagan sign it, and Reagan was like, "Okay, well, mm-hmm. I guess you can't lie to tenter everybody." <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, one of the reasons why the lie detector test is so prevalent and why people are so scared of it is because of television, mainly mm-hmm. talk shows, daytime talk shows. I mean, there's been okay. a time like, um, like the first lie detector, uh, the show, the first, uh, uh, feature the lie detector test was back in the 1950s called Lie Detector TV. And in the 1960s, there were a series of specials hosted by Melvin Bonatti, um, who was a famous, former famous uh, actor and stuff. Um, there was even a 1983 show that was syndicated and hosted by uh, F. Lee Bailey, one of the uh, lawyers on the OJ okay. Simpson case and the uh, lawyer for the uh, accused Boston Strangler Albert DeSavo. Um, shoot, 1998, there was a television show uh, testing people for lies with the polygraph examination that was hosted by Marshall Clark. Yeah. In one episode, she, she questioned Mark Furman about a- allegations that he planted the bloody glove. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> us, we know the lie detector test from certain American shows. Mainly... Maury Povich, <laughs> the Maury show, because of how he does it. it. Was like you said you were about that life. The lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> you I believe you- Maury. I, I, I don't know about all this other evidence you got here, Nick. But Maury be telling the truth now. Goddamn it, Maury, Maury be Maury be informing people about these lying ass folks now. You okay, said, you said the lipstick on your lips was from a. Uh, we're from your mother. The lie detector test determined that's a lie. <laughs> now, when the, now when these folks jump up and run off the stage, yeah. that's, that's evidence in and of itself that the oh lie detector God. test is correct. All oh right, my God. he correct. was on. Maury Povich was on television for like Maury 40, to get some 50 truth. years. He will give you some truth. He will give you some Some truth. (laughs) All right. Let let, let, let me go. Let me go 10 minutes into seeing the more. Watch the whole thing and I hate it. Believe me, I hate Uh it. But you can't can't see 
you can't see these 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 accusations be made and not get the lie detector test results. Who can do that? Who can do that? I need to know, and I need, and I need Maury to tell me. Yeah, lady. End of story. I need to know, and I need Maury to tell me. All right, him doing Maury it. Maury knows the truth. Yes. So me knowing that myself and admitting that on this show mm. is proof that 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 the the lack of actual knowledge about lie detector tests and polygraphs and all that stuff mm. the lack of actual knowledge is the real issue exactly. the fact that you know the blood the the the, the blessed Father Moy Provich can sit and say, and that was a lie. And we all say, we knew it. We knew he I knew, knew he was lying. I knew he was lying. It, 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 With, without you. knowing that these tests are not at all true or, or exactly. they are not at all guaranteed of, of truth. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that <laughs> d- there's a difference. Like, Moy Povich, like, the type of shows that he does um, and his 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 demeanor when he's on the show, he's in front of the camera. It 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 it, it, it makes you it, it warms you to the fact that it's like like oh the lie detector test is full of crap. We don't know it, you know. I mean, but he only does like even though it's relationships, but even though there's marriage, and there's gotta be some sort of like entertainment <laughs> purposes, like falseness about some of the people that come on the show and stuff. Um it's just like you watch him and it's just like, yeah, even though I have principles against the lie detector test machine, but still this is, I kind mm-hmm. of view Maury Povich as just entertainment. It's just, it's entertainment, right. nobody, whatever. As opposed to someone, a show like the Steve Wilco show that mm. does, <laughs> yeah. Same it, thing. Yeah, it does the same thing, but it's a little like, well, not a little. It, it's totally different, and uh, like I don't blame like because you have to set yourself apart. Because Maury, he's been on for so long, he just retired. The Maury Povich show was right. just taken off the air. He just retired last year, and he'd been doing it so long. How will we know who's telling lies? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, Steve Wilkos has came into. The pay. If people are not familiar, especially people who might be listening to this podcast outside of this country, don't know who Steve Wilkos is. Steve Wilkos, he's the host of the Steve Wilkos show. <laughs> His name is hey. He's a television mm-hmm. personality. He is a veteran of the Marine Corps. He used to be a Chicago police officer. And he had got any uh, job moonlighting as uh, security, on-stage security for the Jerry Springer show. Mm-hmm. And because he was so he's so like on the show, so recognizable, big tall white guy, bald head, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People used to like share, like we break up fights and keep people away. People go Steve, 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 and he became like a popular character within the uh, Jerry Springer show. So they gave him a segment mm-hmm. a couple of times, and when Jerry got sick and or, or Jerry needed a vacation, they wanted to keep filming the Jerry Springer show. They gave him his own segment and let him host. So that popularity, right. um, from that, um, able to get him his own television show uh, hmm. produced by Jerry Springer and his uh, now wife uh, R- Rachel what is her name? Um, Why do you know? Rachel, uh, I have his biography <laughs> right here. You Rachel have Wilk- 
Okay. Wilco, right. because yes, because this is important because <laughs> it, it's his TV okay. show. Okay. Yeah, his TV show. Um, some of the things that he done in terms of the lie detector test. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's literally uh, like I'm really starting to hate this guy. Like I, I, I only watched. Steve like, yeah, I only watched a couple of shows <laughs> of him. I really didn't care anything about his show because of the the topics that he does. But literally, the the cases th- that he's used the lie detector test that has come back, like presented on the show, and then you find out the real story behind them makes me like you're a despicable son of a bitch. How dare you? That's a lot. Fuck you. No, it's serious because one of them is just, it, it literally will break your heart. It's just like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But he's up getting his own show and he deals with, because he has to set himself different from everyone else that has a daytime talk show, particularly Maury Povich, who is at that time for his type of daytime talk show, number one in the United States, is that he has to deal with a lot heavier stuff. Like he deals with child abuse, child engagement, sometimes unsolved murder uh, like murders people being accused of murder uh stuff like that and he sets and he has these people take lie detector tests and has them tell the stories and this is some pretty heavy stuff because again you have to differentiate you have to set yourself apart your tv show from apart otherwise it's just going to last a half a season a season you're just a maury povich uh, wannabe so he distinguished himself that he's been on the air for well over 15 years with this show and like yeah he uses the the polygraph examination a lot and like these are some horrible cases that be coming in front of (laughs) them love child abuse child murder stuff like that and sometimes these people pass most of the time these people sometimes these people fail and we don't right Sure. And he and he's he's so active. He he literally takes chairs and throws them across. He's yelling at people, getting in their faces and stuff Steve like that. Who does that? I've never seen this. I've never seen the show. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing all that though. Yeah, he's yelling at people. Like people are yelling. That's like sometimes nuts. yelling, they're getting into like they're not physical fights. Like because security breaks them up, but he's like yelling. Was like get and, like his whole thing. His whole thing. If someone's like guilty. And he's like, get the hell off my stage. Like, at the beginning, when he first started the show, it looked like he was about <laughs> that to physically like Judge fight Judy. a couple Yeah, yeah. He, that he, literally sounds like, that's, that sounds like the physical version of a Judge Judy show. Yeah, it is. It, it's literally, his show is. It, it's almost a physical, uh, like, recreation of, 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 of like, uh, Judge Judy or, like, a Hell's Kitchen and stuff. Except for, mm-hmm. like, Hell's Kitchen is, uh, harmless um because it's just you're just dealing with people um uh, cooking or judge judy which is supposedly in a court right. law um you, you, this is this is a little bit more serious <laughs> i mean you like, said I've, I've known people who've been i've known people who've been on these shows and 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 you know you do have to sign something Saying mm-hmm. that you re- you recognize this is not a, a a legal legally binding court show, but what is legally binding is signing this contract that says you will accept uh, the judgment. Usually, judgment is paid by the show. You know, yeah. you it's 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 acting. You know, yeah. usually you you don't have to pay anybody anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, like and even with him, he, he like 
like Steve Wilkos and some of these other shows like Mort Povich, they they have people sign a contract and literally they're being paid for the performance. Like like people were like, why would you go on some show like this? Well, one, you're being paid. It's not a lot Local of money, but it could be significant. Others and they it's, have to it's fly hotel you out. stay in a in a, hotel, in, a yeah. in a large city. Mm-hmm. It's hotel stay in a large city. Yeah. Uh, money for clothes, money for food, mm-hmm. and you get to be on TV. Yeah, I mean, how, well, the show how, that everybody watches. Yeah, it's like everyone watches, and you're on TV, and you have your fifteen five minutes of fame, even though it might be nefarious. Right. Or it could be like seen as nefarious and you didn't do anything wrong. Like, so Steve Wilkos, right. like Maury Povich, he uses a polygraph examination. And um, he says that these accusations are accurate, even though him himself, he's been recorded in interviews saying that he would never take a polygraph examination under any circumstances. I bet. But he I bet. on the show is so positive because people like who are accused and might fail a polygraph examination, as they said, he was like, yo, this is test not accurate. He will swear up and down this test is accurate. And he has he has I mean, an expert that comes on the uh, on a, the show. There's a difference between there's a difference between people's real life mm-hmm. and people's TV job. Exactly. The TV job is a large amount of fiction. Yeah. Of course he uses a polygraph test. On his TV job, because mm-hmm. it it hypes up crowds, yeah, it pushes it pushes forward the drama, but he also has what sounds like an extensive uh, legal background in terms of knowing the law, maybe violating it, but he knows mm-hmm. the law. Yeah. So of course, I mean, it doesn't. Of of course, his his outside of his TV show rationality would would lead him to never taking a polygraph test. Absolutely. But exactly. a whole lot of people only know how polygraph tests are pushed in in media, maybe right in in mm. movies, mm. Um, and and that is if you if you don't and and more than anything else too, um, it's like, it's like submitting yourself to a blood test when you know good and well you don't have to. If you don't have anything to hide, prove that by doing this thing, which exactly. is probably going to end up negative to you. So yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's all based on people not having accurate information about their rights. Yeah, exactly. And even though that his show is entertainment, it's marked out as entertainment. People still go on, they'll have the, all the information that uh, they, they have on his show. You just see what's on television on his show or on the polygraph examination. Like there's been a, a few people that have gone on the show has been accused of hideous crimes like child abuse or uh, assault that have gone to jail because of it. Yeah. Like this one, I'm going to take two cases. This, the first one is um, this had, the episode had originally aired in 2018. <laughs> Uh, a man is 2018. It was see, which was season 12, episode 43. The episode was entitled "A 15 Month Old Died." What do you have to hide? And a man named Jesse Wayne Perkins appeared that's on the that show. That, that's a yeah. that's a Steve Wilco show. Yeah, this is a Steve Wilco show. Um, oh Jesse Wayne had formed a relationship with a woman named Amanda for five months. Perkins took on the responsibility of looking after a 15 month old daughter, Carolina Rose Dodd. On August 22nd, 2018, Caroline's mother, Carolina, excuse me, his mother, later found the girl unresponsive and face down. The infant was later confirmed dead. 
On November 14, 2018, Perkins appeared on the Steve Wilco show where he initially refused to take a lie detector test. He was then seen. Why did storing- he go on the Steve Wilco show? Because they offered him a bunch of money. They well, offered him a few dollars. But of course, you're going to have to take a test. Uh, yeah, but you think you're just going to come on there and not take the test? I mean, some people just come on. Some, there's been a few episodes where people would refuse to take a lie detector test. They just absolutely refuse. Like, I'll come on the show. And even like, like some of them have gone on Reddit and such was like, look, I'm not taking a lie detector test. I told that to the producer when they called me to mm-hmm. come on the show, but they were like, oh, this is so, so, so compelling. You have to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And thinking that the producer thinks, oh, well, we'll just get him on the show, we'll have to tell the story, we'll wear him down and be able to take the lie detector test. Like some have steadfastly, like, I am not taking a lie detector test. This show is over. Right. Some have been aired, some have not been aired. This is according to producers who used to work on the show that's willing to talk on Reddit. So uh, Perkins, well, he's storming off the stage and passed a lie detector uh, expert, Dan Rebanoff, which we'll talk about him a little bit more a little bit later. Wilkos pursues him as Perkins demands not to be filmed as he smokes a cigarette outside. He later persuaded to come inside where he still t- refuses to take the lie detector test to prove his innocence. Um, after Steve kind of um, insults him and calls Perkins a stake, <laughs> Perkins' girlfriend threatens to break up with him if he if he the test and oh wow much Perkins agrees to take the test. Um, he's asked two questions: Did you witness anyone causing Amanda's fifteen-month-old daughter's death, and did you intentionally call? Calls Amanda's 15 month old daughter's death. And he passed both of those questions. Okay. He said no and no, and he passed. So he's in the story. He had nothing to do with it. He just was really angry, upset, being accused. But that's not the end of the story. A year later, Perkins was charged with first degree murder and the death of Carolina Rose Dodd. Oh my God. The prosecutors initially went for the death penalty, but they didn't get it. And he was he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Perkins, and you wonder how, why? Uh, there was evidence apparently against Perkins, and then Perkins finally admitted to smothering smothering Carolina while she struggled and resisted. According to Carolina's autopsy, Carolina had spots in her eyes, mouth, nose, and mouth, which indicated bleeding. She he also had blunt force injuries, including contusions and abrasions on her head, neck, chest, and abdomen, one of her arms and legs. The first question is, why have that on a goddamn talk show? Why do that? That's his whole thing. Situation. He's done a plenty of them, like like, That's a serious oh, situation to have on a fucking yeah. talk show. Yeah, and he does a bunch of these. He's done a bunch of these. Did you kill my daughter? Did you kill my father? Did you, you have my brother set up to be murdered? Yes, that's I'm his whole that. thing. That's his whole thing. <laughs> Did you okay. touch my daughter? Did you touch my son? Like, why is my 14-year-old oh, uh, son fucking my ex-wife? What? <laughs> I'm good. That's, That's his show. No, no, no. Oh, there's more. There's more. This dude. No, nope, I'm good. No, 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 no. Because this next one, this next one will piss you off even more. This next one will piss you off even more. Yeah, that's the type wow. of things. That's the type of shows that he goes after. That that's the type of shows that he does. And it's literally 
Um, it's well, first, get your feelings on that. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's my feelings. I don't think that. <laughs> no, no. So I guess I guess here's the thing. Steve Vuko show. Yeah. It's entertainment. He uses mm-hmm. a polygraph test because it's dramatic. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the, the police actually having the evidence that this person did it. I mean, I think that's the that's the difference between a TV show and an actual investigation. Mm-hmm. So that's good. It's good to know that those two things are different. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I, I think once again it's 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 about it's about people's people's knowledge about how reliable a polygraph test is. And the Steve Wilco show, that's not surprising. It's it's a it's an entertainment TV show based on what it sounds like it's based on is trauma. Mm-hmm. Is the 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 public uh uh the public display of people's trauma. So mm-hmm. I guess that's the bigger thing. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like. It doesn't seem like. It doesn't seem like what's intentionally. Well, it seems like it's. It's not profiting, but it seems like it's building upon people's ignorance about the trustworthiness of a polygraph test. Yeah. But it, it doesn't seem. It, at least. At least what you're saying is an example that the law doesn't necessarily take the Steve Wilco show seriously or its polygraph test. Yeah. It, so that's good. Yeah. And and. and, so, and so are, we, are we talking about now? Are we talking about now, Steve Wilco? Yeah, we're still talking about because this other case. This is the first case I found from uh, Steve Wilco's about the polygraph uh, examination in okay. terms of the yeah, Steve yeah. Wilco show being full of shit. Um, <laughs> but it is all no, polygraph but that's the fact. This, this, the Steve, the Steve Wilco show in 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 comparison to real life stuff yeah. is not accurate. Yeah, uh, neither, uh, neither is their use of the polygraph test. Yeah, yeah, and especially this first, this next case. Uh, this is still the Steve Wilco show. This this is a case. Uh, well, this is a story of a woman named uh, Ankita Pendleton. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this woman's first name. She was from Omaha, Nebraska. She came on the Steve Wilco show uh, because she had been accused of um, abusing her infant daughter and, like, literally accused of burning cigarettes on her infant daughter. I'm, I'm, I must ask the the, the 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 dramaticness of what of what you're discussing. Mm-hmm. Are we still talking about the polygraph test? Yes, we're still talking about the polygraph test. Okay, I'm bringing up these cases because of the polygraph test. And he, he, like this okay. is a terrible case. Wait till you I talk about another case, but that's a different host after this. But <laughs> she, yeah, she was accused of child uh, endangerment and child neglect. So she decided to go on the Steve Wilco show. To clear her name, this is a mother with four kids that had had, had said even personally that she kind of looked up to Steve Locos, which this is a horrible person to look up to. And you're 30, ma'am. <laughs> so it's like I'm not trying to make fun of you. Um, so mm-hmm. she went and t- told her story and took a polygraph examination. She um, okay. was given the polygraph examination by Dan Rebanoff, who came on the show after her results and said that that we have tests that are 99.4% accurate, which is way more accurate than most medical tests and way more accurate than any jury trial. Miss Pendleton ended up failing mm-hmm. the examination. Okay. The examination said that 
pretty much the polygraph examination pretty much said that she had been deceptive and when she uh was accused of uh of abusing her infant daughter uh Pendleton recalls Wilkos told her to get off the stage that she was disgusting and that she was never going to see her kids again and she was going to jail the audience just booed her and cheered on Steve so um Pendleton was clearly distraught about that Miss Miss Penning, Pennington excuse me clearly distraught about that so um because the see Wilkos had booked her flight home as booking her flight to the show she was at the Newark Liberty Airport in New Jersey. Uh, she purchased uh, three bottles of Tylenol, each containing 24 pills. She uh, went to the restroom stall as we're passing through security checks. She swallowed all the pills and lay down on the floor. I don't think... Does Tylenol kill you? Yeah, if you ingest a lot of them, yeah, oh. it can it can really? kill you. Yeah, if you overdose on it, it, it can kill you. Um, she had, yeah, she after that show and her failing the test. I mean, accused of abusing her kids, kids, even though she totally denied it, she uh, decided to write out a suicide note with her flight information and to be that was given to her by the show's producers. Hmm. Um, yeah, Tylenol uh, contains the active ingredient ACE or f- here, I'll spell it out A C E T A M I N O P H E N and Mace Pelopin Okay, <laughs> yeah, it, it could cause fatal liver, <laughs> look, it could cause fatal liver, liver damage in, in large doses. Uh, Pendleton describes beginning to feel warm and her heart rate started racing. She became scared uh, and she called 911. The ambulance came and took her to the hospital. But she didn't die. No, she didn't die. No. Which okay, is, I didn't, yeah. I, I... But it gets it gets better for Pennington, worse for Wilkos. After nearly a week in the hospital, she was released and returned home to Omaha, having escaped any permanent liver damage. Good. While she was in the hospital, Pillington had showed ner- the nurses that were taking care of her. Had, she had told her about being on the show and the type of, like, fell in a lie detector test. So she showed her pictures of the, the legions that the, uh, pretty much, because her ex-husband the father of the child and his new wife was on the show accusing her of doing the the um, abuse and she was accusing them and they passed the test and she didn't so she showed but they had supposed evidence of pictures of the infant girl uh, the legions that were on her leg saying that those were cigarette burns so the nurse looked at the pictures um, and pretty much um uh, she looked at the pictures and she was like, yo, these are not cigarette burns. She, the nurse then okay. went and got another opinion on the pictures. All the pictures were pretty much consensus. All, all the people who saw the pictures pretty much consensus. Those were not cigarette burns. Okay. This is what happened. The, the nurses looked at the pictures like, no, that's pretty much a ringworm infection. The little girl got a ringworm infection. Okay, and she was. She and was, the legions came up total. from the ling. Yeah, she was just sick. 
conditioned to, but she was conditioned to say she had cigarette burns. Yeah, because if you look at the picture, and I'm looking at the picture right now, it um, they look might look like cigarette burns to an untrained medical professional. It might look like cigarette burns to a trained medical but professional. Somebody, they, 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 her, her, somebody pushed a little girl to say there were cigarette burns. That's no, the no, the little girl was an infant. She didn't say anything. She just said, uh, "Mommy, it hurts." Oh, I thought you said there were cigarette. No, her, no, no. her so ex-husband or ex the the father of the child, whoever ex significant other, and his new wife or girlfriend was accusing in her family and his family were accusing okay. her of the cigarette burns. And she okay. didn't know and what was going on, so she was like, "If these are cigarette burns, it must be done by them." So the point is, Steve Bilko gave her a, a, a polygraph test and, and she, treated it she as fell. if it was fact. And she yeah. she attempted suicide because of the reaction to that. Mm -hmm. And not only that, okay. that, that the Nebraska Division of Family Services had also suspected might be abuse. And then they had saw the medical report because the, uh, she ended up taking her infant daughter into the medical, uh, into her doctor. It was like, yep, that's a ringworm infection. All right, here's uh, antifungal meditation. And she, the little girl took it and was cleared. So even, mm -hmm. and even then, the Nebraska Division of Family Services um, had was involved in this case and literally uh, a week of a week before she went on the show, the Nebraska uh, division of family services said that these allegations of abuse are unfounded. Mm -hmm. Like, no. So um, then the next year happens, January 2020th, uh, the Steve Wilco sh show contacted uh, Miss Pennington to say when her, um, episode will air which will air the next month of february she brings in the evidence that was like look this was not cigarette burns this was a fungi infection signed not only signed by her doctor and nurses but also by the nebraska division of family services and pretty much the uh producer that was in charge of her segment um pretty much was like we're not cutting the show we're not printing a retraction on the show um it's just when we're, we're, we're not like it's going to go on as is, it's just for entertainment purposes. Right. Which this could be, this can possibly ruin her life. She's going mm -hmm. for a job or housing and they see this show, you know, certain people don't think like, Hey, this is entertainment purposes. This might not be true. They might not see her her story. They might not get information from the the, the Nebraska uh, Family Services. They might see the show because she put in her name and this had happened. She could not get that job. She could not get that housing. And literally, they, the Steve Wilco show was provided evidence that, like, look, this kid was not abused. This woman did not abuse this child. This was a fungi mm -hmm. infection, and everyone didn't know that, even though if they had went to the doctor at first, they would have did a series. And even the doctor, like, or whatever doctor you see first, had did a, 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 a combined series of tests. You would have found out, oh, this kid's got ringworm, which is pretty uh, common for uh kids in uh that area to get it here's your um here's some medicine it's going to be cleared up in a couple of days we wouldn't have got to this point and even then you right. have this evidence and you still went well oh well right because your polygraph is full of shit 
And even the polygraph examinator, Dan Riemanoff, has been accused of like literally fabricating evidence with his polygraph machine. Like he was a polygraph, Dan Riemanoff was a polygrapher and not only that, a private investigator who was hired by the Church of Scientology to follow around dissidents and people speaking out about the Church of Scientology. And he was recently last year fired from the Steve Wilco show uh, because he they found out he was sending a series of uh, racist tweets, well, racist uh, emails back and forth to who? To his wife and uh, his wife and his partner about certain people who being tested or certain people on the show. Yeah, so they told you his. Um, portability, portability. Excuse me. Yeah, I was gonna say I wasn't gonna say that one to word, but you. Yeah, we can weird. We're just making up words as we go along. All right, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, okay. You have Steve Wilkos, like literally, like two horrible cases, and even him going on record saying that he would never take the lie detector test. That's not even the worst. It's not even the worst. The worst that a lie detector test is literally... Of course you have the worst. Yeah. Well, you got to. You can't just like, oh, (laughs) we're saying the lie detector test is terrible and don't take it and like ruining people's lives without evidence. Like, yo, we got a ton of evidence and we're just bringing this up now. Like, literally. I ever heard the name uh, uh, Amich Ames? Nope. No, he was a government. Uh, he was a government worker working in the CIA that had passed a lie detector test twice, um, uh, well, a few times, um, asking just standard questions: Are you uh, spying for another country or whatever, giving secrets to another country? He passed those tests. Come to find out hmm. that he was a Russian spy. <laughs> okay. You ever heard of Gary Ridgeway? Wait, wait. He was plant. He was trained to pass a lie detector test, as he, as the description said. He, someone yeah. can be. Yeah, he was yeah, trained. The like, he, yeah. he, he well, semi-trained. He didn't well, go to a professional. No, he, yeah, but he just he built a. He explained <laughs> it how he beat the lie detector test, and he no, was kept yeah, a rapport, that's, that's, and yeah, he kept calm and thought about other things. Deep breathing, of course. Deep breathing. Yes. He's like like you, he passed it, and this whole time he was spying for the Soviet Union. <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't, that's not a, you can pass the lie detector test without spying for the, for the Soviet Union. Yeah, you can pass them, but they're asking you, are you spying for, are you a spy for a foreign entity? He said no and passed that question. Of course, because when he was calm, he had breathed deeply, Mm -hmm. he was able to regulate his heart, but yes. So the Russian spy part, I I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's the, that's the topic, but. I was I was looking I was looking for something about the Russian spyness that that was about it, but you're saying no, that he it, that 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 just happened to be a big lie. Yeah, that's a big lie. Okay, and this is a test supposedly to catch eighty to ninety percent of people who are lying, but this is a huge freaking lie, and you didn't catch it, but, and you bring it up to a polygraph big, examination of people who advocate for polygraph, and they just they just sit there and look at you blankly. And the and the big and the big, the big uh, the big thing uh, on on sites that I checked out was absolutely you are able to pass a polygraph test if you can just you know do stuff like 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 regulate your heartbeat, 
-hmm. that is enough for you mm -hmm. to be able to pass a polygraph test, which is why, what's, what's the website? Sciencing, sciencing.com basically says that that's, that's, that's the, that's the primary controversy, even though yeah. they're supposed to be, there's supposed to be new research going into new research, going into uh, what types of things people can't stop when they're telling a lie in order to validate uh, new versions of a polygraph test. The biggest, the biggest conspiracies is that you, what the polygraph test is testing can be changed, can be covered, can be mm -hmm. affected by somebody who knows how to do it. Who? Exactly the case with, uh, you ever heard the name Gary Ridgway? No. Uh, Gary Ridgway was, uh, Literally, a person that was uh, brought in. Um, he he was, God, yeah. Uh, computer just froze. Hold on. Uh, he was he was a man that was given a polygraph examination uh, a few times um, in terms of murder. He passed every one of them. He later confessed to a series of murders 20 years later when confronted by DNA evidence. He was being accused of being the Green River murderer. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he passed uh, Gary Leon Ridgway, famous yep. for admitting to the most most serial killings for to the admitting to the most serial killings. He's linked uh -huh. to the deaths of 48 young women. Most were strangled to death and around Seattle and Tacoma, Washington took nearly 20 years for which Ray to be caught and brought yep. to justice. He committed the majority of his murders between 1982 and 1983. That's not a long time to be committing all those murders uh -huh. during which time the bodies of many of his victims were found near green river in Washington. This earned the then unknown assailant, the title, the green, green river river. killer. But the polygraph uh, examination is between 80 and 90 percent accurate. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to talk about this. Last I mean, year, it's, it's, this is... it shows it shows it shows it's been inaccurate in some in some very uh, some very uh, monumental cases. Huge <laughs> inaccuracies in monumental cases. Yeah, um, after passing a polygraph test in which he claimed to be innocent, he was no longer considered to be a prime candidate. Yep. Members of the task force held on to their suspicions and to samples of his hair and saliva, which is how they ended up catching him. Exactly. This man took the test, passed it was eliminated as a suspect, probably killed some more. Didn't catch him 20 years later with DNA evidence. After but, 1983, the murder no, seemed ahead. to have stopped, but the search continued for the killer. By 2001, investigators had DNA evidence of the murder, and it was compared. You're right, because they weren't doing DNA evidence uh, mm -hmm. uh, that early in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, the science matched. Ridgeway was arrested after being linked to the murder of four women. Ridgeway was sentenced to 48 consecutive prison sentences. He currently resides in Washington State Penitentiary and has no hope of parole. Uh, during the trial in 2003, he pled guilty to the murders of 48 women. He claimed that there were more victims, as many as 90 in total. 
to avoid the death penalty, he agreed to help police uh, police officials locate the remains of his victims and victims that had not yet been discovered. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he didn't necessarily. So I, I don't know if that means he did continue to kill or he didn't, or maybe they just we don't know. We haven't know found the, out the yet. amount of people that he killed. Yeah, yeah, we haven't found out yet. In regard, so yeah, he ain't going nowhere. But still, he'll be in jail anyway. So still, I mean DNA. Evident, I mean DNA, and the concept of DNA was it uh, was it around back then in use back then? Mm-hmm. It was in its infancy, but still, you know, right. you have supposedly a test that's eighty to ninety not nine point four percent accurate, according to Dan Rebinoff, is able to detect lies. And they asked him specifically, "Did you kill these? Did you kill this woman? Did you kill this woman?" Mind you, at the same time that another gentleman was being accused that happened to be a victim of his of gary ridgeway Mm. he was being accused of possibly murdering his wife he failed the lie detector test but luckily there was Mm -hmm. no other evidence connected to him so they kind of just they they not kind of they like they had to disqualify him as a uh uh, potential perpetrator but still they were still probably watching him and not only that the fact that Mm -hmm. his wife was murdered and because he couldn't pass a lie detector test, he had to go through 20 years of not knowing who had did this murder and also possibly could still consider as a suspect until they arrested Gary Ridgway. Mm. But this test is 80 to 9 percent accurate. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is it 80 to 90 percent accurate or is it no, just it's really not. inaccurate on some key cases? It's the whole thing is a 50-50. It's a coin flip. It's is it? You might as well. Yeah, it is. Looking at the evidence, uh, it's a coin but, flip. But what I'm asking is, has there been some type of research done on the accuracy of a polygraph test? Does that yeah. research exist? I'm not I'm not saying it I'm not, I'm not saying it is. I have I have, I have no no reason to say that lie detector tests are, are are accurate. I'm just literally asking. Yeah, there has been research. I mean, I listed some of the uh, research before that was done with uh, uh, here, 1983, the U.S. Congress Office of Technological Assessment published a review of the technology that's in the polygraph and found that there is a, a at present only limited scientific evidence for establishing the velocity of the polygraph examination. Even when the evidence seems to indicate that the polygraph test testing detects deceptive subjects better than chance, significant error rates are possible. An examiner and examinee different different difference and the use of countermeasures may further affect velocity. So it sounds like there's not a whole lot of research on just how many times has a polygraph test proved to be true. It's I mean, talking about it's it's talking, it seems to what you just read. Is talking about the things that that are it's talking about the things that make it not provable that, yeah. it's, that it's telling the truth. Okay, yeah, and which means something. All of that means something. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the early National Academy of Science uh, did eighty research studies, and concluding that fifty-seven of the studies relied on. On to reach their conclusions that were significantly flawed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. 
Well, this last story, I got to get this last story because this is this is this is horrible. Gotcha. This is this is horrible. You ever heard of the Jeremy Kyle? You ever heard of Jeremy Kyle? I try not to hear too many horrible things, my friend, but you're giving them all to me today. Let's let's yeah, hear it. Yeah, hear yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> well, Jeremy Kyle was the host of a British tabloid talk show called mm-hmm. The Jeremy Kyle Show. Oh, <laughs> um it ran from 2005 to 2019. Um, at the time in Britain, it was the most popular daytime uh, talk show on uh, ITV, one of uh, Britain's regular television channels. Um, it reached an audience of one million people. He his shows were based on confrontations in which guests attempt to resolve personal problems, often related to family, romantic relationships, sex, and addiction. And the show had featured a psychotherapist who assisted the guests during and after the show's broadcast, along with the use of polygraph examinations to determine who was telling the truth and supposedly who was telling the truth and who was lying. Pretty much, think of Jeremy Kyle, think of Steve Wilkos, but a lot smaller. But w- w- actually, think of what Gordon Gordon Ramsay was on um, uh, Hell's Kitchen, or Simon, what was that guy's name that used to be the whole, the British guy on, uh, used to be on American Idol. What was his name? Simon? Oh, gosh. Yeah. That guy. Aaron. Yeah. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Like, it would berate people who were on that show or berate Gordon Ramsay, berate the chefs like that. But imagine that turned up a couple of degrees more and him yelling at someone for uh, possibly stealing from their mother or being accused of cheating, being accused of, yeah, like being yelled at uh, by a like British Wilco. man. Yeah, being real. Sounds like Wilco, yeah. Yeah, sounds like Wilco's, but he's British. Uh, it's like, like, imagine being yelled at by a British man called a cheeky bastard. Yeah, those, those are fight words. And as you're kicking that British person's ass, you just go, hey, the people that own my family kicked your ass back in 1776. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it, it was it it was oh god, but like the show in question we're gonna bring up that used a polygraph examination it is a show which a older gentleman was uh, uh, accused by his uh, then fiance of uh, cheating. The gentleman in question was a sixty three year old man named Stephen Diamond. Mm. He was a, a guest on the Jeremy uh, Kyle show. Um, okay. He took a, he was being accused by his partner of being unfaithful to her. Um, okay. He he took the in the whole thing him just deny. He was like, "Look, I love you. I haven't been with someone in a very long time. I love you. I'm sixty three years old. Even though that doesn't really matter, but he, he was fiercely devoted to her." in his words. Mm-hmm. So he took decided to take the polygraph examination to prove that he has not been unfaithful. Okay. So he took the polygraph examination and they filmed the show and he had failed. 
the polygraph examination, even though this okay. whole time he had denied it. He, when they were reading the results, he was going, no, this is not true. I never slept with anyone. I'm not going to the bar. Cause this whole thing was like, like when he wasn't with her, he was going to the pub, which is this pub bar, you know, hanging out with his friends, having a drink. He's six, three years old. Shoot. He, he's got limited employment. Like, but he did have money to able to go to the pub every once in a while. And she was saying that he's going to the pub and picking up women and cheating on her with, which was not true. And mm-hmm. like after, like his friends vouched for him. It's like, no, he would come to the pub. We play some darts. We're watching games. You know, he have some drinks. He never like occasionally he got a little drunk. And but it's not a big deal because he lived like literally down the street from the pub. So he didn't have he, mm-hmm. he didn't drive there. So he like if he was really wasted, which is they said it was rarely, we were walking back. You know, but it was right. talking to women. If he was talking to women, it was like like hey like like they were talking about the game or talking about something else. It wasn't sexual at all. He wasn't cheating, but the polygraph examination is said that he was cheating, and Jeremy belated him for not confessing and not like being mm. truthful. So she ended up, his significant other ended up breaking up. So like we're, we're not getting married. This this relationship is over, and he is like fuck. He's devastated. He, he's absolutely mm-hmm. devastated by this result. Right. So on May 9th, 2019, um, he lives in Hampshire, England. Steve Dyson. He was called to his home where he discovered him he had died. He he committed suicide. Okay. Oh, okay. He left a suicide note and he literally it said because of like I his dying words were I, well no he didn't leave a suicide note he he left a recording and sent it to his significant other because he kept trying to talk to her she was like no leave me alone I don't want to be with you you're a liar you cheated and he he's like on this on this tape breaking down like I I well not tape but uh, video where he said online like I did not cheat on you I did not cheat on you I can't live without you he committed suicide. Yeah. And we come to find out there is no evidence to this day that he had been cheating. His, mm. his his significant other was distraught about it and but for a while she still believed um that he might have been like messing around, but she still thought like no, he didn't need to kill himself. His and some of his friends have been like friends, I think he had a kid from a previous relationship, was like, No, he did not cheat on her. Like you need to drop that. He killed himself. Why would you have him go? A couple mm-hmm. of blaming her. Most everybody's blaming Jamie Cow. So, <laughs> which is true. It's like, dude, you have both. no evidence. It's so, both. so, uh, so I guess, so I guess it's both. I, and and I think there's yeah. a there's a there's a there needs to be information out there, which is what this show is doing. That that takes the believability just of lie detector tests right it takes the believability mm. of lie de- uh, of lie detector tests away that's not somebody failing a lie detector test on a talk show which mm. makes its money yeah. from the drastic reactions of people number mm-hmm. one that should not be proof of anything number right. two if, if 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 you want somebody to take a lie detector test then what you have to do is read about what a lie detector test is supposed to tell you and why it does or doesn't tell you that Right. Why, 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 why the believability of just that test 
It's mm-hmm. not huge. If you don't have evidence that something happened, you know, you, you, you can still go on your feeling. I'm a, I'm a big advocate of going on my feeling, even if I don't have evidence, because that's, right. th- then that's a mistake that I'll make. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll accept the responsibility for making that mistake of mm-hmm. believing something or acting on something that I have not been able to prove. I'll do it. Right. But letting, letting an outside thing uh, prove something to you more than your own analysis of it is problematic. Mm-hmm. And, and mental health, the mental health period is a thing, right? It's not, the lie detector test didn't make these people try to commit suicide. Right. These people having, you know, the, you know, mental health issues made them attempt to commit suicide, but it sure as hell didn't help. Yeah. It didn't help. That's for sure. It, it contributed yeah. to it. Yeah. So I think, I think the people just have to, you know, especially, if, especially if you watch these talk shows a lot, uh, if you, if you, if if you are in a situation where you have to, where you, where you want to try to measure somebody's honesty, you just have to know a lie detector test can't be the only thing that you use to do it. It can't mm-hmm. be. It just can't be. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't replace pe- It doesn't replace individuals trying to fact find. Or right. else it would. Well, I, I can't. I can't. I, I almost hate to say it. Or else it would be something that the law relies upon but the law also relies upon a whole bunch of shit that 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 doesn't that doesn't necessarily uh speak for honesty either but that's that's a different topic but yeah if you're if you're trying to find out the truth of something this is not the only thing that you need to be relying upon for Mm -hmm. sure yeah um well we don't have to worry about it with with jeremy kyle and his show because they never aired the episode that he was on and they canceled the jeremy kyle show that's good. This was just the icing on the cake. Like it had been a lot of things the way he was depicting people. Like he, it, it was a classism on this show because it, it like not of only course, that, the show always. was p- popular. They they tried to import it to the United States. They aired like two or three seasons of it in the United States, and they canceled it. But still, the show was still going on in, in England. There was a classism on the show. It was his it, it, his his comments about certain people. His there's comments a classism about, about yeah. all these. Yeah, shows. There's, there's a classism, classism about Steve Bilko. All of it. Yeah. yeah. These, these these are these are unfortunately you know if, if you could afford some other form of entertainment i'm sure you choose it over the steve bilko show yeah exactly like uh it, it, especially it, it's again like even with maury you know as much as his demeanor is is um friendly you know he's been on same uh, thing so it's the same thing it's the same thing and he he does like he does offer counseling to people, like and so does kind of Wilco's a little bit, and they said Jeremy Kyle did, and like Maury, and like people love Maury, but still, there's this classism on the show. Like these people who who don't have a lot of money, these working people, um, they come on the show and air their dirty laundry. It's like, come on, like even like even the show, like I, I would say. Like especially in terms of cheating, well, just cheating in general. Instead of, I always say that instead of taking a test, how would you call the show Cheaters? <laughs> At least they get hard. There's already a show called Cheaters. That's what leave I'm talking about. Cheaters alone. That's what I'm okay, talking I'm about. Like, like you, just, you, you, uh, think your significant other is cheating on you? Do not call Maury Povich or Steve Wilkos. Call have, Cheaters. Have other shit. Have yes. other strangers who profit off of your trauma to Probably follow did. them physically. Exactly. <laughs> but at least <laughs> and, they and have incites, it. And it's 
and incite a violent fight in public. <laughs> yeah, at least they have evidence. And there has been episodes of Cheaters where they're like, look, uh, they're not cheating on you. Hilarious. They're, they're, Hilarious. <laughs> but th those are few and far huh? between. Hilarious. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's classism of, of like these shows and stuff. It, it's just literally, like, it's literally, we, we give you examples of these shows. Like now they propped up the lie detector test, and there's more shows. It's not just daytime television. This is detective shows, Law and Order, CSI, all these type of things. Like, like literally all these other type of shows that prop up the velocity of lie detector tests. It's like, oh, they gotta be guilty, especially Law and Order, and in there many Law and Order SVU and Law and Order Crossing Guard Patrol and Law and Order Lunchroom Monitors. At least, at least they do tell you that that at least they do they, they give you the fact that a lie detector test can be used in a court. But yeah, yeah, yeah they because they have to they 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 they, they have to, but it's still like it, it gets people afraid to take the lie detector test. Uh, they still mm -hmm. prop up this thing. It's like oh well, they, we have the lie detector test. It didn't pass, so we need to investigate more. Mm -hmm. um, still, it, it's like this test is pseudoscience. Right. Like, why in the federal government, if 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 it's literally, if this test is so accurate, why so accurate? It's so revered. Why is it that it's technically not technically? It is illegal to teach countermeasures on this test. If what your does test that is mean? So, it's illegal. Counter. It's illegal. There's certain there's certain um, laws that state that you cannot teach countermeasures uh, for the law, light law as law as in it was passed by the government yeah law is, is passed as, by the government what law is that uh let me look it up i don't know about that i don't know about that buddy i don't know all that says you can't teach against the <laughs> the lie detector test there was a uh polygraph critic named uh douglas gene williams um he was a critic of uh uh the lie detector test. Um, he um, he used to be a lie detector test administrator. He administered the tests for U.S. government and private companies, but came to consider the test reliable, unreliable, and harmful. He quit mm -hmm. and spent decades publicizing, condemning um, the lie detector test and the commercially teaching techniques brought to test results, to effective test results. He was on 60 Minutes. He testified for U.S. Congressional um subcommittee his teaching he had a teaching business also which led him to be the target of a federal sting operation in 2012-2013 which agents announced no intentions to use his methods to lie to polygraph tests to conceal crimes and maintain government employment Williams provided instruction no to the agents and in 2015 he was convicted on multiple counts of mail fraud and witness tampering and sentenced to two years in prison that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not the lie detector test is legal or not though they caught him. Yeah, they caught him. For what but he was he, doing. Yeah. Yeah, but he was teaching only, and, and they showed it like in various documentaries. He was just teaching countermeasures the, on the test. You're showing the reason he was caught was because he was teaching these countermeasures. So he, yes. so he, he may or he may have been doing some stuff illegally, which nobody would have cared about, except he was doing this thing. So it's yeah. not the lie detector test. It's not teaching against the lie detector test. That's illegal. That's yeah, not illegal. Yeah. Okay. And, Okay, it I might see what be. You're 
Yeah, but they went after this man. I mean, he died in 2021. Of course, yeah, that shit. FBI, but, yeah, go after yeah. your ass for talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, come on, I, it's it's First Amendment, pal. I can say whatever the hell I want to about a goddamn <laughs> really? test. Can you? I can say can whatever you? I want to yeah? about this test. Really? Can, can you? Okay. Yeah, I have right. evidence to back this up. This is evidence that's very okay. that's vastly around. Like literally, what happened to the uh, Miss Pendleton on Steve Wilkos? What uh, what happened to the gentleman on Jeremy Kyle? There's documentaries. I can say whatever I want to about this test. This is my first amendment right. What me- so you come so, after me, and 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 the first amendment right is 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 always protected. Always. Well, not always, not always, but still, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. even was, if I didn't have it, I would still say point. it. It, of course, would that, be, that, it, that was my only point. Yeah, yeah, I would be in a bunker somewhere or out in international waters on the screaming out Yikes. or the CB radio. But I'll still say it, especially this test. And even with <laughs> like, like even yeah, like this is ruining people's lives. This is literally ruining oh, people's yeah. lives. This pseudoscience. And, and, this is pseudoscience. And it seems, and, and and it seems quite honestly, I mean, so so you know what's what's, what's also pseudoscience is is yeah. all types of stuff about. You know, uh, race and, and education and all of mm-hmm. that shit, but 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 that pseudoscience is still used. Yeah. I think the 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 biggest thing that can be done, which is always the biggest thing that can be done, is teaching people that it has a severe lack of validation. So yeah. people don't don't take it as seriously. Now that that that's that's not going to take a single viewer away from the Steve Bilko show, right? Because exactly. people watch Steve Bilko for different reasons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But at the very least, at the very least, knowing that this is this is this is comedy. Yeah. This is damn near fiction. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not anything that you should it's not anything that you should be making any kind of life decisions about. Exactly. Because of literally the 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 the, the evidence that says the test, you know, shouldn't be taken beyond a certain amount of believability. Just to yeah. know that means something. Right. I mean, yeah, if if you're still it, the, the polygraph examination is still going to be out there, regardless. It's inadmissible in a oh, court of sure. law, so it, it, you have that. So you have to have a, a evidence, uh, actual evidence, to be able to um, mm-hmm. go to court with something like that. I, I just want this information out there. And yeah, there's been other documentaries been done out there, like the the um, PBS just came out with the documentary, the uh, lie detector, which aired. Um, Actually, oh, this yeah. month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the um, uh, you can catch that on uh, if you have a PPS subscription on Amazon Prime, um, you can catch that documentary. It's only an hour long. MythBusters has done a show on it. Um, Adams, the old show Adams. There's was plenty of stuff. Everything. Yeah, even on yeah. The, there's plenty uh, of stuff online about. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff online on it, but um. I want that information to be widely out there. Like, yo, when you're watching, even with Steve Wilkos, like, put a disclaimer where clearly everyone can see, like, this show, the test, the lie detector test, this show is entertainment purposes. They say they do it in a little small print. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do all that kind of, they always do it in small print. No, you're going to put it in large print. Do it in large print. Nobody's going to do it in large print because people aren't invested by the show just because they believe the lie detector test. Well, that 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 that's a, that probably actually is a big part because yeah. they think that something is proven. But the point of the show is not to prove somebody telling a lie. The point of the show is to 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 build uh to build something that people take their time to watch. That eight, right. you know that that 
that that they can be paid uh, for sponsors to have on the show. So, but yeah, I, I think I think definitely you're right. It, it it should be more should be known that these shows, not the shows, because forget the shows. Right. Okay, more should be known that the test is invalid, so people don't make life decisions based mm. on that test. Exactly, and like just give the people the facts about the test, so you can make a decision whether whether you're gonna like. Th- you're going to take the test or not take the test. If you take the test, how seriously you take the test, just give the information out there. It's kind of like the in, in, playing American football, being in the NFL or college football, and them not telling you about the serious health repercussions from playing this game. List them out. Not to say that a bunch of people are like, that'll be the death of American football. But no, you're giving people all the information up front so they can make a wise decision for themselves. Some were just like, you know what? The rewards are greater than the risk. I'm going to go out there. And that's going to be a lot of them. But you put the information out there at the beginning when you first sign up for anything. This could happen. And let people make the decision for themselves. Period. And even that goes for law enforcement. It'd be... That should be that should be taught in every civic class. Every ch- every child, teenager, particularly teenagers, should be taught that. Should be taught the you have the right to remain silent. You don't have to answer any questions at any time. You don't have to help police in their investigation. They want you to take a lie detector test. You don't have to take it. You could just go, hey man, talk to my attorney. How to get an attorney. How to get uh, or just legal say no. or just say no? Yeah, just say no. Or just say no. <laughs> just say no. Just no. Hey, we need you to take a lie detector test. No, even if your significant other or family member, uh, I think money is missing. I only way I can uh, figure out is a lie detector test or a polygraph examination. No, absolutely not. That means if we if this relationship has to end or we need time apart. Okay, I'll be sad. I'll be angry. But no. And speak to someone. Speak to a counselor. Right. Both of y'all. Like, if you're accusing someone of being unfaithful and you have no evidence, there, there's something wrong. Go speak to someone. If it Lie detector tests are sad, not the way. Yeah, lie detector test is not the way. If this relationship is somewhat salvageable, then you'll need to speak to a professional. And if it's not salvageable, go your separate ways. Right. So well, we learned something interesting today. Yes, it's very interesting. And I've been waiting (laughs) to do this episode for a long time. I can can tell there, buddy. Yes, yes. that was the lie detector examination. (laughs) Woo! Oh, if you think we're done with TV talk shows, oh, wait until the multi-part series we got coming up later this year that I've been meaning to do last year. But yeah, which I'm I'm really going to need your... Your help and advice <laughs> with Laurel because this this one is up your alley. This one will be up your. Is alley. it? Yes, it'll be up I your. Hate, alley. I hate to hear about. I hate to hear about what you think is up my alley, Nick. Well, you, you you've done. It, it, it has to do with children. 
I mean, it's not coming up next. It's not going to be the next one. It's I don't even like kids, Nick. This is just well, to me, Nick. Your, your <laughs> advocacy, your advocacy for children. So, <laughs> but it'll be right up your alley. It's not coming up next because it'll be a multi-part series. And someone else, another famous podcast, is doing it right now, which sucks because I had my idea first. But <laughs> I'm not going to go back and forth with it. But I'll let them finish theirs. And then I'll do mine and probably be a, a additive and getting a little bit more in that depth and doing another uh, point of view from it and how they do it. But mm-hmm. that's that coming up next. It's it's but we're going to have other uh, shows on uh weekend you hear before that uh, old cold case, couple of couple of ghosts. <laughs> episodes <'cause> it's <laughs> like, man, you've been really heavy handed with these episodes. It's like, yeah, because it's weird. Detecting possible <laughs> detection of lies is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can detect the lies. It's you try to you try to grasp out human behavior. It's still we don't know a lot about human behavior because humans are complicated beings. But that they are. Yeah, that is weird. But Laurel, thank you so much. I appreciate you doing this episode. Of course, as always. <laughs> as long as we <laughs> uh, and I. Ex- thank y'all for listening to weekend weird so uh yeah we're trying to keep a little bit more order with the show because last year was all over the place was hardly doing any episodes and uh yeah thank you again for listening to weekend weird so for myself Rednick, and laurel i'd like to thank y'all again listening to weekend weird it's like the eighth time i thank everyone but i really appreciate y'all listening to the show and most importantly y'all stay weird because uh being weird is cool so we'll, we'll see you next time bye-bye bye, bye. bye.